Okay, go ahead. All right, the Social CRE Podcast. This is my first time doing this podcast, and uh, I am fortunate to have someone that I'm not introduced to yet, but I'm going to be introduced to. And I will tell you, Howard, I absolutely love your Instagram handle. What is your Instagram handle that we originally started communicating on? It's uh, Strip Malls Rock. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I saw that and I'm like, I need to meet this person. Um, to spend the time to make a, a username called Strip Malls Rock is uh, pretty sweet. I was thinking they, they must think some similar things that I do related to this business. So go ahead, Howard, introduce yourself. Okay, sh uh, sure. Um, I've been involved in PR, content marketing, and social media uh, for a while, a long while actually, mostly focused in on, on the tech sector data centers, cybersecurity, you know, very heavyweight stuff and did very well at it. And just by, you know, almost coincidence, uh, a few years ago, I got invited by a group that owns multiple shopping centers down in the States to support them using some of the tools I know about um, and particularly for strip malls. So I was intrigued because my wife, God bless her, is a huge shopper and is forever driving me uh, uh, to strip malls uh, um, in, in, in the States, actually. I'm up in Canada, but we work across North America. So it, it, I sort of, the lights went on and I realized that it was an interesting uh, social media play that, it, that um, I could uh, contribute uh, real significant value. And I, I decided to specifically focus in on strip malls because uh, they're in transition and they, the, the smaller ones actually are doing rather well. The other sort of whole part of this is that the retail sector is, is uh, changing uh, radically. And I, I, I saw the ability to, uh, to help people sort of migrate uh, on two successful platforms and in endeavors. So that's how I, I got into it, and we're working with a group of uh, strip malls down in the States, uh, working on a monthly basis, building their websites, uh, their Facebook, their Instagram and Twitter, uh, also, also Pinterest, uh, uh, getting great results uh, for one strip mall that I work with, a little strip mall in, um, in Georgia, uh, northwest uh, Georgia, we get uh, 35,000 uh, views per month and about 2,000 impressions uh, per month on their Facebook and Instagram combined, which is, um, I think, really good. We're uh, driving uh, sales and traffic to that mall. So it's sort of a full circle thing that's successful and uh, demands me to be quite attentive and my team and quite creative. So it's, it's a great business. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> That's awesome. And commercial real estate, was that something that you had a passion for even prior to the strip malls rock? Or would you say that uh, you kind of fell into the commercial real estate industry through this, this customer? What, what's your background with commercial real estate? Well, I was working with data centers, which are commercial real estate. I mean, you know, it's, it's filling up uh, uh, not, uh, not stores, but racks in a high security place, but it, in some ways it's, it's, uh, it's quite 
uh, a little bit similar, not quite similar. It's, it, uh, the, the whole idea is attracting people to a facility that uh, has a need uh, for them to uh, reach out to their marketplaces. So uh, that's where I come from, really, uh, data centers. And As a matter of fact, I, I'm continuing to work uh, to an extent uh, with data centers as well. That's great. And strip malls specifically, this uh, customer that asked for your assistance, do you think they came in with some knowledge of um, knowing what they needed to do on the internet? Or was it something that you basically proposed to them, we can, we can build up your Facebook, we can build up your website? How, how, did, you, how did you really earn a property owner's trust in doing something of that nature? Well, I have a good reputation, uh, and uh, look, they, they had nothing. They had a, uh, a website that uh, wasn't working, uh, that, that, was, that hadn't been updated. Their Facebook and Instagram uh, was in a similar state, so I really started at ground zero. It was some, sometime last year in October, just before the holiday season, so they really wanted to move fast. I rebuilt the website, I rebuilt those two social media, which is something I do often uh, to, uh, to get going. And then I started cranking up uh, people looking at and, and interacting with those social media uh, through, uh, through the holidays, through, con through contests, etc. I can't imagine how many property owners are out there that truly have nothing as far as online presence. And I imagine it hurts them with not only attracting customers to their tenants, but also the retention of tenants. I think that, you know, the, the buy-in um, from the tenants and activity online is just as important. What's your thoughts to that? Well, absolutely. It's, it, it still amazed me somewhat that, that um, uh, you know, a multi-million dollar property uh, worth four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars um, might not even have a website or have a static website uh, that hasn't been updated since last Christmas. Um, uh, very little social uh, in terms of, of interaction or, or outreach. Uh, just mi missing a whole sort of plane of experience that's very important. And I tell you, this is even more important now because with anchor tenants disappearing and being replaced by sort of creative new options to fill spaces, being present online is extremely important. It's extremely important because how do you get known if you don't exist on 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 the internet or or your um, your presence is boring and old and clearly not attended to? It sends out the wrong message to uh, to your tenants and to potential tenants coming in. Absolutely. What is your thoughts about ad spend? Uh, combining that with your social efforts of creating content and putting it out there because I see so often properties in the area that I'm in, Rochester, Minnesota, where they may be active, but their organic reach is very limited as to how many people they're reaching. And maybe it's because they're not doing a good job of inviting people. They're not doing a good job of actually on site at the property, putting up signs to let people know they have a social presence. They're not doing a good job of having their website even ranked on Google in ways that it can be easily found. So is ad spend something that you feel is important for property owners as well to help bring continued awareness on these platforms like Facebook or Instagram uh, yeah, or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, we, I like to use uh, Facebook uh, booths. 
and um, for certain types of, uh, of posts. I also do that on Instagram because they're connected, of course, as you know. Uh, uh, right. I, but I keep, I keep the budgets modest because I find that if um, posts are interesting and visually exciting, then people will naturally uh, come to you. I, I'm a huge uh, user of, of, of uh, Canva. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I, Canva, I I've heard of that. Yeah. I use it a lot. I use it uh, in my own personal work because I could produce posters on, on the fly, um, get you know hundreds of impressions. Um, I, I find that those are the kind of things that are worthwhile uh, promoting with, with ad spin. Uh, we also use uh, video as well. Uh, not super fancy because then if you start spending too much money, it, it, it becomes uh, onerous for the client, but we can use uh, tools that really uh, help that as well. So video, uh, posters, uh, those are the things you, d you do some very modest spends, but the content has to be really interesting. Content has to be interesting. So, so often still, and we've now I feel like got into the point where Facebook and other platforms are maturing. I still see businesses, and this isn't just property owners, but businesses just taking a picture of a flyer and putting a picture of a flyer that they're trying to market out there and not actually taking the taking the image itself and making that the upload uh, from their from their canva, for example, or from their um, designer, whoever had made the flyer to market that event or market that thing. And uh, I think you're one hundred percent right is like, the creative matters so much because that creative, if done properly and distributed properly, can just organically spread um, if it's if it's appealing. Right, and um, also uh, another thing that uh, that's important to note is that if a, a strip mall is really a community center, okay, uh, a, a, a strip mall now is not just you know a dollar store or uh, or uh, convenience store, it's a church or synagogue, it's or mosque, uh, it's a movie theater, it's a pawn shop, uh, boutique clothing stores, fancy restaurants, physiotherapy places, it, it, it's a whole a broad a co collection of things and that makes it a community hub. So one of the things that I, I do that I feel very uh, passionate about is promote the community around the center. So what's going on in your local mm -hmm. city? One group that I'm, one mall that I'm working on, uh, there's a big uh, concert going on this, this week. So I posted to it. And, and that gets a lot of hits and, and uh, creates a brand loyalty because people start seeing their strip malls as, uh, as being part of a community and, and important. It's something actually above and beyond what the big uh, the big uh, discount malls can do, really, uh, uh, and and that that adds tremendous uh, value. You'll get uh, uh, you know thousands of impressions and interactions uh, w when you do something local. The other thing that I like to do is point is um, is do music concerts. So I, I do uh, um, hump day. Uh, Wednesday, uh, hump day uh, concert from the mall at whatever, 
and I, I try and pick mu music right off of YouTube uh, and, and rebroadcast it. Those things get I really listen to. I really That's uh, paid attention. Yeah, you're right. And, on. You're right on. When when what? you say community center, so I helped with the leasing. It was a hundred thousand square foot mall in a small community, a college town, and uh, the the property has since sold. But when I was on site working there, we saw new tenants come in a church, um, and this church actually was broadcasting the message digitally. So they did have an on-site pastor, but the main pastor was then video conferencing in the entire message for that Sunday. And then we actually got, we got a um, indoor playground for kids, membership-based. Parents would buy a uh, card that they would swipe at the door, go in and take their kids in these treacherous winters that we're both suffering through in Canada and Minnesota. And uh, it, you're you're 100% on, like they are becoming strip malls and just malls in general, these community hubs, and they've probably been that way in the past, but even more so with local businesses being a part of their, a, a part of the mall, um, not so much the nationals as we once saw them kind of ran by. Right. right. Um, um, the other things that we're doing is using videos to, to show a variety of products and then package them. Uh, one particular promotion that I'm working with is uh, Coleman's, uh, the camping people. So I, I noticed on their, their website that they had um, emergency gear they were promoting, uh, you know, ca uh, camp stoves, lights, you know, stuff if the weather goes out and um, you, so you're prepared for your family. And, and I said to myself, oh, my gosh, why don't we package that up? I did a video. Uh, of all the, the different products and really just taking content from their website uh, for, uh, with permission. And then I spoke to the local store owner and I said, well, why don't we just promote this? Uh, if you can arrange a discount, that would be great, uh, but we don't even do that. So he said, lo and behold, you know, if, um, if people buy more than $75 worth of emergency supplies from me, I'll, I'll throw in a 15% discount and uh, a, a, a first aid kit. So we've done that, and and I promote it across my social media. Um, we've got a whole bunch of impressions, a whole bunch of hits. Um, I uh, actually, I'm I'm, I'm going to even write a press release, which is something I know how to do, and uh, that's going to generate sales and traffic and and interest. And we did that for a, a weightlifting, a, a gym where they gave a 15% discount and. We're doing some other things. So there's a couple of really nice um, clothing, women's clothing stores. So we're going to do uh, some similar promotion. And that's all on the strip mall level. It's not something that the individual stores would uh, would necessarily necessarily uh, uh, even think of uh, or uh, have the reach that we we do, which uh, which has gotten bigger actually than uh, the individual stores. We're out ranking them. So if you had to give some tips to a property owner that maybe owns, I'll call it a neighborhood strip mall, one that um, is not very large, uh, probably 10,000 square feet, uh, maybe less, and it has some small businesses, what tips would you say to start with, um, you know, besides hiring your company and having them do everything and make it rock? Yeah. What, would, what would be a tip you'd have? Well, okay. Well, here's actually, I went out uh, to uh, to breakfast uh, with a friend of mine 
and I sort of picked uh, his brain uh, this morning. So I, I, here's a, an idea to think about. Um, assume 20 stores in a strip mall, okay, just to have nice round numbers. Um, a, uh, an owner-operator of a strip mall can reasonably expect uh, $100 a month uh, from uh, a rent, up to, up to $100 a month. Um, you know, maybe less for a smaller store and more for another, but, you know, just to make the numbers easy to, uh, to think about on the fly. So, so that would be $2,000 a month that uh, the landlord uh, would have to spend on marketing. If the conditions mm -hmm. are right, uh, they might even charge across all the stores, you know, $150 a month to make the money off. So uh, the first step is establish a budget that uh, can be spent on, on, uh, on creative uh, for the entire mall, not to uh, go the sort of the simplest route, which is buy a, a stock website that hardly ever changes and, and uh, to bring in some real uh, creativity. So I guess that's tip number one, uh, is, is build a budget that's reasonable that's not onerous. Uh, tip number two is give uh, your tenants access to a real top creative team. $100 a month does not get you a, a top creative team. It just doesn't work. Uh, you might get your nephew, but um, and we see that a lot, but not that level of creativity or knowledge of the tools or, or, or whatever. So access to uh, uh, an agency that really understands the business is uh, is, is another thing. Uh, the, the next real tip, I guess, the third is really focus in on uh, the interaction between your Instagram, between uh, Facebook, and your, your website. Uh, uh, spend time adding content uh, that gets people seeing something interesting on Facebook, communicating to their friends, bringing them over to uh, to the website. I, I did something that was uh, really acute that really did extremely well. Last week was the Oscars and I put on my Facebook page, on this Facebook page, um, if you're having a, a, an Academy Award party, go click here uh, for a, um, uh, a list of all the winners, a, a, a checklist. And uh, so you can keep track of who's winning and who's not. I, we got I think it was 3,000 people clicking from our uh, our Facebook page to our website, which is full of products and services. So, you know, just a little creative thing like that uh, th th uh, really ha can have a huge impact and and develop uh, some uh, you know some love for your place. Um, I, I guess a fourth one. I'm I'm gonna I only can think in up to four. Maybe uh, we could do something broader, but. But you know, it, nationals, don't be afraid of nationals, because most strip malls have a blend. They'll have your moms and pops, and na a national bland, a brand, I alluded to Coleman earlier. Uh, on a, a store level, they were quite happy to work with me. They have leeway. I was talking to a, another uh, tenant. Uh, what was it? It was PetSense. And uh, they referred me uh, to uh, to a district marketing manager, so I you know I didn't have to go to to uh, you know two up high up the ladder to to get some some uh, promotions uh, going. 
uh, you can you can really work with your your local nationals and and they're more than keenly interested in helping you out and for that matter maybe the fifth is they understand the social media uh, world uh really really uh, nicely you know they probably uh, I have a bigger bud bigger budget too i would imagine yeah yeah and sometimes they can kick in i i i think the uh the thing also that's important so there's my fifth and then i'm going to stop uh is is um Social media is sort of a moving target. It's, it's evolving, it changes. And um, if you can have a coach in place, I, I see myself as a coach. I have a, many, many years of working with entrepreneurs uh, um, and I actually act, act as a coach to, to, uh, to th these retailers and help them sort of conceive these ideas. And that's extremely powerful. I mean, that's, you know, uh, putting a, a radio commercial uh, will will cost you 1200 bucks before you blink an eye. And if you have a program that lasts a year, that's tremendous value. You know, you can't do anything in a local radio station, no matter where you are for under a thousand newspaper ads are, you know, about the same amount, just very roughly. So social media, which everybody says is sort of more important now can be had uh, as a replacement cost to what you're probably spending on radio or a supplement. Um, and uh, you know you're getting measurable results that can really make things happen. That's five. <laughs> That's great. And number six would be when they get to the level that they can afford it, they hire you as uh, at Strip Mall Rocks and your team to really manage it. You do the full services, I imagine. Uh, right. And, you know, we, we uh, purposely do not charge a lot. So uh, we, we like to think about $100 per store per month. Uh, so if you have 27 stores, we're, we purposely are not uh, charging because um, we want to uh, work with a whole bunch of people and not, not gouge and stay within the industry. Uh, in my data center world, uh, monthly fees ran up to 10000 uh, we're, we're We're more realistic and modest. So that $100 a store is, is really the, the, the metric, and we're more than happy to do it. And that way our clients can continue. And, and uh, for the owner operators, there's probably a little bit of meat to make the money off of it anyway. So we become a profit center, really. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that also it uh, is a budget that when people see success, the tenants see success, the landlords see success, that budget can grow and all tides can rise potentially. Right. And uh, what we do, and I'm pretty proud of, is I, I took uh, – I take a lot of time in producing a monthly report. So we have a very detailed slide deck. It's 10 pages long, or it's more actually uh, now, uh, but it, it's 14. It, it really shows what we achieve and what we're going to do the next month. Uh, we, we go into uh, impressions and posts uh, and types of content on Facebook, on the website. And uh, so people really get a know exactly what we're, we're doing. There's two true. A transparency to uh, to the effort and learning. That's great. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, thank you so much for being the first guest on the Social CRE podcast. Right. I do not know where this thing is going, but I do know that there's a lot of passionate people out there about social media, about the commercial real estate industry, and I really think that this can be a place where people can learn from one another and uh, find all the great things that are happening around the country and the industry. If people want to learn more about your business, where should they go to find you, Howard, and uh, Strip Malls Rock? 
Well, uh, they can go to our uh, our mother website, uh, which is whatifwhatnext.com. Whatifwhatnext.com. You can reach me there. Uh, you can call me. I'm at uh, 416-568-5254. My Toronto number, 416-568-5254. And uh, you can see me on Instagram. I'm Strip Malls Rock. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining. Great. Thank you, sir.